the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know you are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We love you and thank you. Lord, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you for the gift. While we weren't worthy that you sent your Son, we thank you, O Lord that you have atoned for our sins. We thank you for our family and our friends. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for all that you've given us, O Lord, the congregations that we serve in, the, the blessings, Father, of living in the United States. Lord, we thank you. So, Father, I pray that this program would be a program that blesses you and gives you thanks and blesses the people who are listening. So we praise you and worship you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay, well, good morning, good morning. I pray you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It seems as though each month we have something special to celebrate with the Lord. And uh, so this month it was Thanksgiving. Next month we have Hanukkah and Christmas and uh, so it is important, I believe, to focus on the Lord. These holidays help us to remember, and, and that's what we're to do. We're to remember. The more we remember, the more we observe and focus on God, the more we're thankful for who he is in our lives, and we are to be people of thankfulness. Wouldn't you say amen to that? Um, you know, this month I'll be offering to you a Hanukkah Haggadah. That's a booklet, remember, from the Thanksgiving one. For those of you who enjoyed the Thanksgiving Haggadah, you will want this too. You'll learn about Hanukkah through reading, through discussion, and participating. And Hanukkah means dedication and is a wonderful holiday to help us remember that we are dedicated to Yeshua, our Messiah, and that he is a light to the world. You won't want to miss our upcoming radio programs. I will even take a look at Christmas from a from the perspective of a Messianic Jewish rabbi. So make sure you join with us. Also know that Hanukkah begins this 
uh, month of uh, actually in December, December 24th. And though my Haggadah are not quite ready yet, you can still order them today. It will be uh, something for every age group. My prayer is that it helps bring your family together for eight interesting evenings. Yep, Hanukkah has eight evenings to it. So what a blessing it will be to gather around the table eight nights in a row. Look, the cost of the Haggadah is $3 per Haggadah. And it's best if you can get one for each person who will participate. If you want a Haggadah and can't afford it, we'll send you one anyway. So call Karen at 813-831-5673. It's an easy phone number to remember because the last four numbers work out to be the word Lord. So call at 813-831-LORD. Or five six seven three. If you order by leaving a message, please also give us your address for the Thanksgiving Haggadah. Some didn't leave their address, and so they didn't receive them. Okay, today we're going to finish the Thanksgiving week by speaking about Thanksgiving in a historical and a practical way. If you are feeling down and out, keep listening because I want you to hear my practical ways that you can receive help. We want to see you be thankful and have great joy. You know, first, let's realize that giving thanks to the Lord is a commandment. This is God's will that we do it. In 1 Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, and in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Messiah Yeshua. And then it says in Colossians 3.17, Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Yeshua, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So not only is it God's will for us to give thanks at all times, but being more specific in all words and deeds, we're to give thanks to God in the name of Yeshua. So our spirit of thanks is all about God and through Yeshua. And we can give thanks in all things, in all things. Hey, in all things. But I'd like to be practical here. You know that those of you who've heard me before, you know I like to get to the practical. If I don't feel like giving thanks, how can I do it? Will I be a hypocrite? So, first of all, there are two things I'd like you to consider in, in order to give thanks at all times and to really feel it. Number one, read someone else who is giving thanks. Okay, read scripture, read quotes, read things about giving thanks. Secondly, copy them so it gets from your head to your heart. When you do something using discipline and self-control and practice it, it goes from your head to your heart. It becomes part of your very nature. It becomes you. So let's find an example in Scripture of someone who knew how to give thanks. Sometimes the way to give thanks is also to praise. 
So for this exercise, let's use those two words interchangeably. If you have your Bibles nearby, I'd like you to turn to 1 Chronicles 29.9. This is a place where King David is commissioning his son, Solomon. So first, let's read it together. We'll start at verse 9 to give it some context, right? 1 Chronicles 29.9 Then the people rejoiced over their free will offerings, because with a whole heart they offered willingly to Adonai. King David also rejoiced with great joy. David blessed Adonai before the whole congregation, saying, Blessed are you, Adonai, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. Yours, Adonai, is the greatness, the power, and the splendor, and the victory, and the majesty. Indeed, everything in heaven and earth. Yours is the kingdom, Adonai, and you are exalted above all. Both riches and honor come from you. You rule over everything. In your hand is power and might. In your hand you magnify and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. You know, it would be great if you were reading out of your Bible at the same time. Let's read it one more time together. But before we do, when you listen to this, doesn't it make you smile? Don't you feel better already? Look, we'll start this time with verse 10. That's where actually David starts blessing the Lord. It says, David blessed Adonai before the whole congregation, saying, Blessed are you, Adonai, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. Wow, that is a long time. From the beginning, which we have no idea of because it's eternal, and to the end, which we have no idea of, eternal, God reigns. That's something to smile about, to get excited about. Verse 11, yours, Adonai, is the greatness, the power, and the splendor, and the victory, and the majesty, indeed everything in heaven and earth. Yours is the kingdom, Adonai, and you are exalted above all. Just picture that in your mind. The greatness of God, the power and the splendor of God, the victory and the majesty Picture these things as you speak them. They're going to make you smile because God is the king over all the earth. Verse 12, both riches and honor come from you, Lord. You rule over everything. In your hand is power and might. In your hand to magnify and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. So as you read this, and as you read this with, with conviction, it, it makes you smile. It puts you in a different place emotionally. You stop thinking about yourself, and you start thinking about God. Consider this. Jews are known as God's chosen people. And the Hebrew for a Jew comes from the word Yehuda, which means to praise so praising and thanking God is not for his benefit. It's for ours. The more we praise him, the less we're focused on our own troubles. And we can rejoice. 
So we as believers, if you have come to know the Lord of uh, Abra- the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Lord Yeshua, who is our Messiah, if you have come to know him, then you are to praise him. This is part of what God is requiring of you. You know, it reminds me of Psalm 34. Now, depending on your Bible, it will either start in verse 1 or 2. Mine starts in verse 2. It says, I will bless Adonai at all times. His praise is continually in my mouth. My soul boasts in Adonai. The humble one hears of it and rejoice and rejoices. Magnify Adonai with me and let us exalt his name together. Do you realize when we magnify something, we make it larger. When something becomes larger to us, then other things around it automatically become smaller. God has given us a way to have joy. We are to magnify him. We are to make him larger in our life so that the things that are discouraging us and disappointing us get smaller. So in verse 2 where it says, I will bless Adonai at all times, this is your prescription for joy and thanksgiving in your life. Let's be honest. Much of the time, it will take discipline and self-control to get started. But once you start making it part of who you are, God meets you and you start rejoicing from your heart. It won't be a rote thing. It will actually be because you are feeling good. So let's read it again. Psalm 34, would you read with me? I will bless Adonai at all times. His praise is continually in my mouth. My soul boasts in Adonai. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Magnify Adonai with me and let us exalt his name together. One of the reasons that I'm writing a Haggadah for each holiday is to get you and I to focus more on the Lord and to rejoice in him and to bless him so that we can have more joy ourselves. Would you like more joy? I found some quotes on giving thanks. Let me read some of them to you, and, and why don't we see what is the author trying to say? Here's the first one. This is from Ralph Waldo Emerson. He says, cultivate the habit of being grateful. So every good thing that comes to you and to, and, and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. I love that opening phrase, cultivate the habit of being grateful. When you know, you think of cultivate, you think of a farmer, right? Cultivating the land. And he continues every day, day in and day out. If he doesn't do this, he won't be able to grow the crop. And so what he's saying here is cultivate the habit of being grateful. Okay, let's go to the next one. The next uh, quote is from Thornton Wilder. And this is great too. It says, we can only be said to be alive in those moments when our hearts are conscious of our treasures. Oh, let me read that again. I want you to get this. We can only be said to be alive in those moments when our hearts 
are conscious of our treasures. I love this quote because it seems so true to me. When we are not aware of our treasures, we start feeling down and dreary. Have you ever noticed that when someone is down, they make others feel down too? When we think of those treasures that we are thankful for, it brings life. And this is another way we can follow God's commandments. You say, how? In Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 and 20, God says, I call the heavens and the earth to witness about you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Therefore, choose life so that you and your descendants may live by loving Adonai your God, listening to his voice and clinging to him. Oh, I love the word clinging. For he is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell on the land that Adonai swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. So, Choose life. This is what God has required of us, to choose life rather than the curse, life rather than death. And we do this by rejoicing in him. We do this. This is a conscious choice. Here's another wonderful quote. The discipline of gratitude is the explicit effort to acknowledge that all I am and have is given to me as a gift of love, a gift to be celebrated with joy. And the fellow who wrote that was Henry Nouwen. Here's another one from a fellow by the name of Harry Ironside. We would worry less if we praised more. Thanksgiving is the enemy of discontent and dissatisfaction. Isn't that great? How about this one from Henry Ward Beecher? Pride slays Thanksgiving, but a humble mind is the soil out of which thanks naturally grow. I love that. As we are humble before the Lord, we are naturally going to be thankful. Wow. Spirit of pride keeps us from being uh, thankful. Think about it. If you're not thankful, think about it. (laughs) There should be a parallel between our supplications and our thanksgivings. We ought not to leap in prayer and limp in praise. That's Charles Spurgeon. Here's another quote. Gratitude makes sense of our past brings peace for today and creates a vision for tomorrow. Melody Beattie. Well, so I have one last quote, and it's from me. You can quote me on this, okay? (laughs) I had to get into the, the spirit of this, right? Okay, so here's the quote, and you can quote me. Your words are thankful when your heart is thankful. Yet thankful words practiced can put thanksgiving in your heart. Okay? Get it? All right. Okay. Look, remember, fill your mind with Scripture and your heart will follow. That's basically what I was trying to say. Fill your mind with those positive verses, Philippians 4, 4 through 8, great scriptures. You know, I want to read with you one more scripture because it's, it's, it's just so, 
it, it's exciting when we read God's word and it brings us to a point to smile. Um, and, and that's what it should do when we read these kinds of verses. And so naturally, I want to go to Psalm 100, which is even called a Psalm of Thanksgiving. And here it says, shout joyfully to Adonai, all the earth. Serve Adonai with gladness. Come before his presence with joyful singing. Know that Adonai, he is God. It is he who has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Praise him. Bless his name. For Adonai is good. His loving kindness endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Wow, there are promises in there. There are blessings in there. There is there's gladness in there, right? I mean, you just have to rejoice when you think of what God has done, what he is doing, and what he will do. And the fact that we get to focus on these words bring us into a different place. I challenge you today to take five or ten minutes and just continuously read Psalm 100 and, and read it in different ways and let the words get deep into your spirit. And when they get deep into your spirit, it pushes depression away. It pushes oppression away. It pushes the feeling down and, and discouraged away. It won't maybe change your circumstances, but it will change how you look at yourself circumstances. And once your attitude changes, let me tell you, other things change as well. It's amazing how God will meet us when we are willing to meet him with joy and praise in our hearts and our minds. Well, I want you to remember, this is going to be a great month of teaching about the heart of Messiah as we look at the holidays of Hanukkah, and and as I mentioned to you, I'll also look at Christmas. Uh, tell your friends to listen in, especially your Jewish friends. Also, come to visit us at services Friday night and Saturday morning. Hey, if you're a churchgoer, they don't interfere with your Sunday worship, so feel free to come. And, and if you bring Jewish friends, what a blessing it will be. Also, Hanukkah begins December 24th. And my Haggadah is not quite ready yet, but you can still order them today. It will have something for every age group. Look, my prayer is that it brings us together as family. And and I promise you that it will be interesting, not only for you, but it'll be interesting for your teens. It'll be interesting for your kids, because in the back of the Haggadah, we also have games and we have um, different kinds of of uh, puzzles. And so it, it will be fun. Look, the cost of the Haggadah is three dollars. It's best if you can get one for each person who's going to participate. If you want a Haggadah and can't afford it, we'll still send one to you anyway. So I'm going to ask you now to call Karen at 813-831-LORD, L-O-R-D, or 5673. That's 813 831 
5673. If you order by leaving a message, please also give us your address for the Thanksgiving Haggadah and tell us how many you want. Um, Okay, we are going from the joy of Thanksgiving to the joy of Hanukkah, which is a holiday dedicated. It means dedication. And so we are watching the Lord and seeing what he's going to do because he is the light of the world. I pray that this broadcast touched your heart and that you will be with me again next week as we watch you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.